welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone uh, it's avinash here welcome to another episode of uh, desi return podcast Uh, hope you are all enjoying your summer. I am really excited today to have Prashanti on our uh, call today. Uh, she has lived in US and relocated to India, uh, and she has been living here. And uh, uh, she has a, a specific mission which is very intriguing and very interesting, which we will dive a little bit more into. Uh, and I'm really excited to have uh, Prashanti on the call today. Welcome, Prashanti, to the show. Hi Avnish thank you so much for having me on this call today uh, it's l- really a pleasure to be here uh, thank you so much great uh, so glad to have you here so let's get started with uh, a little bit about your background uh, you know your uh, academic professional background when did you move to abroad and uh, what motivated you to come back to india i think that definitely would help uh, understanding the you know for our audience to understand a bit more about you Sure, Anish. Uh, so I uh, actually I come from a chemical engineering background. I did my uh, bachelor's from MDGR College of Engineering in Vijayanagaram, and then I did my master's in chemical engineering from Andhra University. So I passed out in two thousand five, and then I always aspired to be in India. And I and with that, uh, you know, vision, I also applied for you know UPSC civil services. I prepared for a period of three years, and I did give good attempts. uh where i reached till uh, mains and then i couldn't clear further but uh, yes uh, i mean india was always a ground in which i always wanted to live um, and uh, i got married in 2008 and then we had to relocate to us in the year 2010 considering my spouse's you know deportation uh, uh, or you know l2 visa l1 visa into us so that's how i had to relocate along with my husband and my son so in 2010 uh, we we used to live in phoenix uh, so phoenix um, and we we visited all the places uh, nearby uh, it was really a good stay uh, we stayed there for uh, three a period of three years uh, and then uh, we made a decision to come back to india in 2013 even though we had a visa till 2014 we were very particular about coming back to india because my son was 3 years old by then and we were very sure that if he grows up a little more he wouldn't want to come back to india <laughs> so that's how we made a decision it was really tough because at that time in the us uh, there was no gun culture and no gun shootings and all and it was really peaceful and uh, however we had few challenges which also triggered us to move back to india where uh, there was a point where i was hospitalized for something and my husband had to take care of everything and there was no one to support him and it was really tough for him to handle as a baby he was like two and a half years old i was in the hospital and uh, there was no one beside him to take care of uh, but when it comes to india you have the entire family with you uh, taking care of everything and then at least you have the uh, you know uh, freedom to uh, uh, go through the sadness uh, in the in the in india when it is uh, that uh, at least you know go take care of your loved ones but in us it is always under pressure 
So that is one thing that also triggered us to you know move back to India. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, as you said, uh, you know, even you have a friends and you have been living in abroad for a few years, it's still not as easy as it is in India when you have like an extended, uh, you know, bigger family. Uh, and it's a little bit more flexible than it is in US, which is much more structured from Monday to Friday, even though the friends are willing to help, they are busy with their own, um, own life, daily yeah. lives. Uh, so which makes it much more difficult. Uh, I think, you know, I think most of people can correlate to like, you know, even it could be like a simple sickness, you you both you both parents are sick with cold, for example, the kids are by themselves when they're young, you know, nobody to take care of them or you know, people can definitely correlate to that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so sounds like you always have uh, this in mind of returning back to India and uh, being in, in India, uh, you know, since beginning from the get go and there are some trigger points that kind of solidified your plan to relocate back to India. That's right. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, please. No, uh, the trigger points were the, the first thing was the hospitalization part. And the second thing was, uh, you know, uh, missing the family, right? Uh, so whenever uh, you, are, you want to spend time with good ones, not every time your friends are available, you know, <laughs> but when it comes to family, you can just go sit with your family, talk, chit chat and come back. And yeah, it was, uh, there were a few good moments in the US where yes, uh, we had good time with our friends where we used to go for trips. Yeah, you know, family trips, and you know, we used to all take a uh, uh, take a home together and live together and cook together. So that was a good thing, but that's not possible in India. But uh, still, uh, you keep missing your family. You can't be as uh, you know uh, free with your uh, family. I mean, you cannot be as free uh, as you are with your family. When you are with your friends, you have certain limitations and certain things that you need to take care of. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So if you can talk a little bit about, I think, um, uh, you know, your decision to move back to India to the actual moving date, uh, are there any logistics or uh, planning that you want to highlight or because you have always planned to be in India, uh, maybe you are already thinking along those lines, whether it's on the financial side, investment side or anything like that, you know, from a career or whatever, uh, or anything that you can uh, share uh, from a decision to actual move like any logistics any anything that you uh, went through that you want to bring up to the audience here. yeah so a uh, few things i just wanted to let you know and i'm sure a lot of audience also relate to this all right when i was when we were in the us i was always skeptical about you know coming back to india and uh, you know in the us i was working i had my own identity career but still i had to you know, rush up to my uh, son's school to pick him up and he was at you know, daycare. Uh, and uh, uh, there was always a pressure that, okay, there's a work, then they have to, you have to come home, wash your dishes, you know, you know take care of your household uh, chores. And then again, go back to work. There, are, there were, you know, meetings at the end of the day again. So the, the whole week was a lot, with a lot of pressure. And sometimes over the weekends, it used to spread where uh, you know, there were calls and meetings during, you know, if there are there is any uh, uh, launch, uh, production launch and all, you have to extend your weekend as well. So uh, there's, those were few things that uh, were difficult to handle. But when it came back to uh, we moving back to India, I always had a question in mind whether I'll find the right job whether I'll uh, be able to you know, uh, take care of my son in the same way that I was doing in the US. Uh, 
because uh, in the in the us you find a good daycare which has like one is to eight ratio for you know teacher and student but in india you find uh, the schools are too crowded so uh, and the second thing is having a career uh, having someone taking care of your uh, son when once they come home and uh, it is really uh, some parents uh, some parents feel terrified even to send the kid to a school in india in a bus in a school bus even i was like that but uh, as we moved uh, back to india i realized that people in india are more understanding in the us i didn't even know who was my neighbor you know it was really uh, scary there was one neighbor uh, who was living and then one day a police uh, you know a, a few constables came in and police people came in and they were checking the home there was a domestic violence case mm-hmm. they were uh, mexicans i guess so yeah it was really scary for us we didn't even know who they were right so in india it is not like that you can just uh, inform your neighbor and let them know and they'll take care of you things if, even if you are late from the office a couple of times Yeah. but um, that is something that i observed uh, that in india it is uh, really cool to uh, handle few things where you can't depend on someone in the us where uh, another very important thing i realized is if you make a small uh, mistake in the us your entire uh, india reflects there you know you need to be very careful in how you handle yourself how you you know carry yourself in the us region but in india it is like your home country now you this you can do uh, as per the culture whatever the society is and how you are requested or how you are expected to yeah but in india you can in us you can't follow the same mm-hmm. right so there are certain things there is a lot of difference and i found uh, it took it took honestly it took 3 4 years for me to you know adjust the indian uh, culture and environment back but uh, now i feel really good really happy uh, taking care of my family today i live with my parents my in-laws my you know my husband my son we all live together and it's really wonderful uh, hard if it, it is in us i can't take everyone to us and then we can live there it's not possible even if i have a green card and citizenship it's not possible uh, right so no no yeah. thank you for sharing that candid conversations right i think uh... how busy our lives are you know the career taking care of the family completing the chores you know that can lead to the weekends um, it's a little bit in a fast pace uh, you know trying to you know get the things done and uh, it's great to hear i mean you know such a big family like your parents your in-laws and everybody staying together uh, you know uh, it's definitely yeah. uh, not feasible uh, if you're not living in india for sure uh, so uh, yeah honestly to be frank right i should really thank my parents and in-laws for you know adjusting and uh, they have been with us together for last 6 months okay i did not hear a single fight oh. they are very pleasant <laughs> <laughs> they are very calm adjusting with each other yeah um, my mom in law gives all the flowers in the morning my mother does does the puja with those flowers oh they they are just so well i really <laughs> I, i appreciate and i thank god for this kind of family Yeah, okay we all are able to survive and live together maybe we should have another episode to talk about how you are able to uh, manage these dynamics in the family because that would be interesting topic for somebody there yeah, yeah sure. uh, uh, it's 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 good uh, maybe let's maybe uh, dive a little bit into you know the conversation that you mentioned earlier i think you know you were uh, working in us and uh, when you're trying to move back to india 
you would like to have the same flexibility in terms of taking care of the family but still continuing to work and uh, yes. uh, and so on so maybe you can talk a little bit of uh, how you approach that have you started applying for jobs or have you thought about doing something maybe you can shed some light in terms of how you plan to do about how you did uh, you know sure. from a career transition yeah. that's an interesting question thank you for asking avinash so uh when we relocated to uh, to us my son was like 7 months old um, and he he was uh, he was very young he was uh, just learning to walk and then um, I, i was i was struggling to have an identity because i was working in india before my marriage i had to quit because of you know getting married getting relocated and then um, i definitely wanted to have a career for myself and Uh, i was uh, searching for it took one year for me to just search for a job which uh, you know which could give me a little bit of flexibility where i could take care of my son who was uh, you know 7 8 months old then and also support my husband uh, with uh, with all the you know household uh, chores and all but I also i there was a burning desire to have an identity for myself and i was looking for remote opportunities a flexible remote opportunity which Uh, which could uh, you know help me with uh, all these things uh, however uh, all i could find was a, a day job where i had to leave my 18 uh, by the by then it was like my son was 18 months old and i had to leave him in a daycare and go to work it was really painful for me and it was uh, uh, very uh, a lot of pressure was there to to balance everything so when i discussed this issue with other women i understood that women typically make two choices one is to go through the same pain that i was going through where they also left their kids at daycare and you know went to work by 3:30 everyone was packing their bags and then you know go to their daycares and pick up the kids and then the second set of women they made a choice to uh, forget their careers forget their identity and take care of the family uh that is where it uh, triggered uh, for me that why not women have a, a flexible work opportunity because uh, when we graduated or post graduated we were equally competing with men we used to do night outs we used to you know we, our vision was to get uh, 75% 80% distinctions in our studies as well but why should that change the you know uh, dynamics after marriage after you know uh, after you relocate your husband after you change your uh, family why should it change why should it matter that is how uh, i uh, had a very strong vision that if i am creating something i should help my community i should help my uh, group of women who are falling in the same bucket like me who have you know big degrees like post graduate 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 in engineering graduate in uh, different other uh, you know uh, educational domains but they have they have left they are left with no choice but to just take care of the family some people are really uh, in a dire situation where they don't even find uh, remote opportunities so that is how uh, it triggered like if i am going to do something yes i'll do it for my community where uh, community a tribe of women who are like me and who are looking for an identity and also have flexibility for themselves that is how i started my company cloud portal in the year 2014 once i relocated to india that is uh, when i uh, collaborated with one of my friends uh, she used to work for me from uh, bangalore and i was working from hyderabad and we uh, created uh, uh, this company with a vision of creating employment for women in technology space 
and remote working opportunities, uh, focusing more on remote working opportunities. The uh, even the idea of remote working was uh, in 2010, between 2011 and 12, when I was working in the US. There were moments where I used to work from home because my son was not feeling well, or uh, uh, there the the you know the climate was very hot. There were some uh, reasons because of which I used to work from home, couple of you know few months for a few days, something like that. The, I understood that yes, with technology it is possible to work remotely. Uh, now, how do I take this technology technology support to make sure that I build a tribe of women who can work from their comfort of their homes? Yeah. So that is how I started in 2014. Uh, however, uh, honestly speaking, till 2019, I was not able to create a platform for women. It was uh, very, uh, you know, gender neutral. We used to have men and women. We used to work, but in 2019, I really felt uh, very sad because I was not able to meet the cause for which I started. Yeah. It was uh, I was not able to train more women into the workspace uh, or in the technology because I come from a chemical engineering background. Yeah. I always had to depend on other people, other women, other uh, trainers to coach my women workforce. Uh, that is how I diverted or, or deviated more towards marketing, sales, and customer support, which does not demand uh, women to work from office mm -hmm. because we don't have a secure encrypted data to work on. It is more like you keep marketing a particular product, service, or solution for a particular client. And you don't have to really sit, at, sit in the office where the servers are located, where the encrypted data is there. So you don't have that kind of a requirement. So that's where we started training more women into marketing, sales, and customer support. Today, we have like 100 plus uh, team members and 70% of our women are working from across India. I have one person who is a freelancer working from Uganda from Uganda, and one, uh, one of my team members working from Saudi as well. So this is how my team is spread. I would uh, really be glad to add more women into my team. I'm really looking forward to a lot of opportunities where I can bring in more women who can uh, build their careers, build their identities for themselves, and at the same time, take care of their family and uh, work from home at the comfort. Uh, yeah, that's how I'm looking. I just wanted to uh, say congratulations. I mean, uh, it's not a uh, easy thing, you know, especially what you have to go through and you're trying to solve for the community, right? I think the group of uh, women who might be in the same boat, uh, whoever it could be, I think, you know, you just wanted to have that flexible uh, uh, flexible work style with an identity for themselves and able to build a team for 100 people. I mean, I just have to say, you know, congratulations and applause for that. I think uh, it's not Thanks. a small feast and uh, and having the people from all around the world, you know, with your vision and mission to help them out. So, yeah, uh, yeah so great so I, I'll tell you how my women workforce also work. Okay, there yeah. are uh, few people like me when I wake up at four thirty in the morning. Wow! And uh, five o'clock is where uh, we uh, we check our emails. There are uh, four or five team members who wake up early, and we check uh, from five to seven thirty. We are locked in. From seven thirty to nine thirty, it is a family time. We'll take care of our families and lunch boxes, whatever we have to prepare, we'll prepare. Again, we re-log in at ten ten thirty. From 10.30 to 3.30 is our office time. And we, we do all the office work. 3.30 to 5.30 is kids' time. That is where kids return from school. And then we have to take care of them, give them some time. And from 5, 5.30, we re-log in till 7 o'clock. 
so there are few women who you know created this kind of a uh, work schedule. work timing schedule yeah. so they support the work they support uh, their family and also take care of the basic chores that are that they have to so i, I really am glad because there are few women who keep texting me early morning and i keep replying to them <laughs> and there are few women who work late in the night you know they take up uh, after their kids are asleep they work till five o'clock and i really respect them because i am not a night owl but i am a early morning person so yeah so we give them time even when they are on a vacation we don't we make sure that we are not disturbing them and yeah that's really how we work and i really would like to thank all those women who are passionate basically passionate to build their identity yeah there are there are women who took a sabbatical for 7 8 years and they were rejected by many companies because they had a long break in their careers but those are the women who find solace in our company because we we encourage those women we train them back into workforce we train them on where they are where, where their strengths lie and that's how we bring them back into the workforce now definitely uh, i think again kudos to what you're doing and uh, you know creating that environment to bring the people who are passionate and who wants to you know get back to the career or you know uh, and still have that flexible schedule and providing that kind of opportunities is not easy and uh, thank you for doing that yeah from the bottom thank you so much thank you so much yeah, yeah. so uh, i think since you have been living in india for almost i think since 2014 it's i think getting close to 9 years so uh if people are looking for you know somebody who might be working in india like you know from uh and when they are trying to transition to india either on a career transition or like starting a a, a new business uh, are there any insights that you would give to those uh aspirant returnees uh you know you mean, if it's a if it's like a business right i mean you know there are things that you have to go through or anything that you give as an advice of people who are thinking along those lines okay you mean uh, people who are in the us and they are uh, try, trying to relocate to india yeah so yeah so people who are abroad and who are planning to relocate to india from a career transition or from career to business transition or uh, anything like that so based on your experience so in your case you have changed uh, you know transition from a professional career to like an entrepreneur uh, trying to help these uh, women right i think uh, but you have also worked with other people other women uh, in this uh, uh, in this area or maybe you based on your interaction with other companies or working in the you know uh, in a professional way in india uh, any advice for people who are transitioning from abroad to india from a career wise or from like setting up their own business uh, anything that you can sure. share or want so to uh, especially if there are uh... if we have uh, women or even men who want to you know relocate back to india so i have seen many who are who are contemplating who are still in a dilemma for four years five years and then uh, they are not sure whether whether they can afford the same lifestyle that they are affording in us or in other you know abroad Uh, and if they can afford the same lifestyle in india that is the main uh, concern that many people have seen uh, have raised so what i understood is yes it will take uh, honestly speaking it will take time for you to adjust when you come back to india it is not that everything will be as smooth as possible in the first day, on the first day the moment you land it won't look like this 
that is for sure you have to get yours used to seeing a lot of people okay and you have to get used to see, seeing a uh, uh, lot of uh, traffic issues especially that was one concern that i always had that people in us follow so much of uh, lane discipline why don't we in india <laughs> yeah india is almost crowded so yeah you can't expect everyone to be disciplined so the uh, these are small issues which can be uh, ignored if you are looking at a greater purpose of taking care of your you know elderly parents and you are relocating because of that or if you really want to come back to india and you want your children to follow indian culture and indian traditions and you want to teach them and you have taken a decision or you are still contemplating on taking a decision yes uh, india is the place where it's going to be big next big thing it did take time for me i'm telling honestly that it took four years for me to you know getting adjusted and it's certainly going to take time for you as well but yes if you are uh, still thinking but uh, 10 years back uh, it was very difficult there was no 2g 3g in india so working from home was was a nightmare uh, it was very rare but now uh, i don't see any difficulty because 5g is coming in 4g is already there you can connect from any part of the out of india the entire india is connected to network and i don't see any difference in working from india or any part of the world you know the for working part yes you will have good number of opportunities you will have good number of uh, you know uh, people to work with in india uh, the second part is people uh, typically when we come back to india we are always concerned about the schools right uh, whether our kids get adjusted to the schools honestly speaking if your kid is less than 6 years of age he would be forgetting his us life in 3 to 4 months he will get adjusted but you just have to give them the flexibility give them the time to get adjusted okay you can't force them to go to school yes if they don't like to go to school probably you may want to use other means like you know in uh, in, in sanskrit they have samadana bheda danda so you may have to use all these means to make sure that they they are surviving for 3 4 months after that they they'll get adjusted that is for sure uh so that is how it is if you are looking for uh, good schools there are good schools in india there are international schools there are international curriculums and the india is now not what it was 10 years back it has grown it has you know evolved over time yeah. and yeah india is now the g20 you know it, it it hits the g20 so it's really growing growing very well so if you are making a decision and still contemplating i think it should it is the time you have to come back if you are looking at it don't uh, hesitate uh, thinking of anything else uh, like you won't get opportunities or do if you if you are uh, kids get adjusted everything will fall in place if you are coming back you yeah. just have to take the first step to come back yeah sure so i know i think you kind of touched about this point couple of times so it you about 4 years to adjust right i think after moving back to uh, maybe you can give one or two examples like the things that took took you longer and just so that people can correlate i think uh, or yeah. and 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 as you said india has come along a long way in the last 10 years so you know those same things might not be applicable what it could be applicable in 2014 in 2023 for example so maybe you can highlight uh, you know some of the things that you have to go through for the adjustment and Uh, do you see the same concerns if somebody is concerned to move in 2023 2024 for example uh, i think that would be help that would be helpful to the audience or the future aspirants 
Yeah, certainly. So I, uh, when we relocated to India, work from home was not a, not an option. There was no choice. We had to go to office and work and take care of the kids. Then the school bus used to arrive. And then I used to feel very bad because I used to travel from Hitech City to Kukatpalli, pick my son. And my son was more inter interested into tennis. Now I had to take him from Kukatpalli to Goenpalli for his tennis coaching. Yeah. And, you know, traveling uh, through the traffic and coming home and then taking this kid and then uh, helping him pursue his uh, area of interest. It was really uh, annoying and tough. But in US, if you say, I mean, in any other uh, country abroad, you say the traffic is very smooth. Yes, you get stuck in traffic sometimes, but yes. At least the traffic is, is, is smooth. You have other uh, flexibilities. So that is something that was bothering me a lot. Mm -hmm. But if you are able to afford the same uh, financial things in India, you, your, drive, your, um, uh, your life will be much smoother. Second thing is for women, specifically for women, uh, we have a challenge with, uh, you know, early morning we have to wake up we have to do cooking we have to take care uh, care of the lunch boxes for for the entire family if you have two kids you have a husband you have to take care of four lunch boxes that you have to make now if your kids have choice where they don't want to eat certain things probably you end up doing a little bit more of work but uh, the beauty in india is you can hire mates okay you can hire help who can help you with the cooking you can help you with your dishes and all where in the US, you have to do everything by yourself. You can't, and, uh, or in any part of the world, right? It's very difficult to hire a help, and it uh, takes up uh, half of your salary. Whereas in India, you can afford to make uh, and create an employment for someone who is in need, yeah. right? So that is one part which I really loved it because four years, till four years, I did not have a maid. So I had to cook everything, I had to make sure that. Oh, my family is well fed uh, at least during the lunch and it was a tough call then uh, then we had a cook who joined us in 2015-16 and that's where things went on a little smoother yeah uh, if you want to drive in traffic in in the us you don't have any other choice uh, but to sit in front of your steering and waiting for the traffic to get cleared but in india you can have a driver for yourself you can a good driver is like uh, 18 to 20,000. You can afford a good driver who can take care of your, your commute, your kids' commute, and your entire family's commute. And you will create an opportunity for one person more. Right? So this is how you can uh, make your life flexible with uh, uh, when you are in India. But uh, yeah, if you are abroad, you may not be able to afford all this. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So... Um... Is there any topic uh, that we haven't covered uh, that you want to bring up uh, to the audience, you know, related to anyone thinking about moving back to India, anything that we haven't covered that you want to convey? Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, one thing I have, uh, like whenever I meet, uh, I do have friends in the US who, who still say they want to come back to India, but they are not sure when, and their kids are fast growing up and uh, there were few friends who, when we, when I was working in the US, I, then I used to ask them why you are not relocating to India. They used to say, now my kids don't like to go back to India. And they, the, India is too crowded. They don't like, they don't, uh, they, they are happy here. Uh, you know, um, that's how uh, uh, most of the people are stuck. Most of the people, at least of my age, are stuck making a decision whether to come back or to stay back. So uh, honestly, uh, I would say, don't think. If you are looking to come back, just come back. 
don't ask anyone because everyone's experience is different. Uh, I have see, seen uh, uh, people who keep asking everyone, how is it when you come back to India? Is it very difficult to get adjusted? You know, very, is it uh, easy to get adjusted? Can I find this? Can I find this? So uh, honestly speaking, you will find everything. You will not find much of a difference after six months. You will just uh, be happy coming back to India, staying in your own country. And there are communities in India where you can uh, have, find high-level living as well. You can see the same uh, culture as in the US or in any part of the world. But the only thing that uh, that stops you from coming back is you. Nobody is stopping you. It is only you, your mindset that is stopping because you have all the doubts in your mind, which 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 uh, which are not factual, okay? Which are just imaginary, and you just imagine that kids may not like it. You may you just imagine that it may be difficult. But honestly speaking, if you come back and stay for one year or two years, you will get adjusted and you will feel happy about it. That's all I could say. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, you know, everybody's experience is different, different. and sometimes, yes. you know. You could get confused, but again, this is a big decision, and sometimes people think a lot, overthink. And mm. some of the advice I have heard is like, you know, spend some time in India. So it's not you're not coming as a tourist. You know, maybe try to be here for two, three months, living by yourself to feel the ecosystem and make a decision. I think uh, uh, you don't have to delay that decision process for unknown uh, fear factors, which might mm. not be factual. Correct. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, certainly, we are always bound by these fears, and we are not sure. We imagine things which are not even uh, there, and yeah, that that makes a decision difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so, thank you very much. Before we jump on to rapid four, um, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, thanks for your time and you know, sharing your story. Uh, so, we have like a quick four questions that we ask all our uh, guests. Uh, so the first one is surprise thing after you return to India. My son left the school. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And what's your favorite travel destination in India? Chikmangalur. Okay. And uh, a favorite Indian dish or a restaurant? I'm a vegetarian paneer. Okay. Anything on paneer is good. <laughs> good. And then uh, the favorite part of living in India? I'm living with my mom-in-law, father-in-law, my mother and father, all in one place, one yeah. home. That's definitely one more episode to capture, <laughs> you know, yes. how you manage yeah. that. Uh, but it's definitely would be intriguing to the people. Uh, sure. So with that said, uh, you know, thank you very much for taking your time and sharing your story. And uh, especially, you know, congratulations and kudos to what you have done uh, in terms of empowering uh, women to have their own identity with at the same time having the flexibility to manage you know the family commitments or whatnot uh, so really uh, you know congratulate on that and then i would like to have you uh, tell the audience how they can reach out to you because somebody might be interested to know more about uh, you know how you are helping other women or uh, maybe they might have other questions so how can they reach out to you uh, they can always uh, send out an email to me on uh, my email address that is koluru uh, 81 at gmail.com. Great. So uh, I think that's all, folks, for today. Uh, once again, thank you very much, uh, Prashanti, for taking the time and sharing your story. And uh, have a great day. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Avinash. Thank you for having me on the show. I would uh, like to thank all the audience for seeing, watching this video. Uh, please take a decision. And yes, if you want to stay back, please stay back. If you want to come back, please come back. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you.